There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show, and a happy Tuesday morning. It's a sad one in uh, Officer Nick and Ashley's house, and she's going to struggle to get through this right now because I know this is tough, girl. Yesterday, losing, well, a family member, basically. All right, you, you, you're strong. You can do this. So you wanted to share this. You're already crying, so I'm going to back off and you... Try as best you can to tell us what happened. So when I first moved in with Nick, I asked him that for a golden doodle. Yeah. And said, you know, Bruce needs a friend. And Nick, being Nick, went to the Alexandria Animal Shelter and brought back the oldest dog there. It was like, here's Bruce's friend. And I'm like, oh my God, that is not a golden doodle. And it was actually um, in a 12 year old, maybe red healer. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nick had named him Robert Redford. And it was funny. We put him on Facebook. Welcome to the family. Turns out it was actually some family up the roads. Dog. We received a phone call. Like, um, we think that's our dog. His name is Jack. Oh. And... So we said, Jack, and his little ears perked up. And we're like, oh my gosh, this is definitely Jack. This is definitely your dog. We will bring him to you. And then they were like, you can keep him. And we're like, oh God, what is wrong with this dog? Turns out nothing was wrong with the dog. We had Jack for two two years. And then just recently we discovered that he had liver cancer. Mm. I know. And I was like, he's going to tough it out. This dog's been through everything. Because when we tried to give him back... They were like, oh, he's an outdoor dog because we wanted to go get his stuff. They really didn't have much for him. Yeah. With us, we're like, he's an indoor dog. Like, this is our buddy. We discovered that he was hit by a car previously, apparently struck by lightning. When we had x-rays done for trying to figure out what was going on with him, they did find a bullet in him. He's been shot. Yes, with the living with the bullet inside. I thought it was cats that had nine lives. (laughs) Jack. Jack. Seriously been through so much. I don't know. Ran off by coyotes. All kinds of stuff. This dog had been traumatized. So we were happy that he could spend his golden years with us. And unfortunately, yesterday, we had to say goodbye to Jack. I'm sorry, honey. And it's just something you can't prepare for. Like, I wasn't ready. And I was, I don't know. I think the vet felt bad for me. I mean, it was so awkward. I can't even keep it together right now. Um, luckily, we do have great people in our life. Our buddy Ryan said that Jack could, we could take him out there and bury him on our friend's property. Mm-hmm. And I definitely know looking back at it, like, thank God we got him from the pound and I didn't get that golden doodle I thought I wanted. Um, he was my, my little tater tot. Oh, <laughs> I know. You didn't get the dog you wanted, but you sounds like you got the dog you needed. Something better. Yeah. yeah. He was like my shadow. He followed me all throughout the house, like sometimes getting on my nerves. I'm like, Nick, can you call for Jack? He just keeps following me back and forth. 
But uh, I'll definitely miss that. And I know that we provided the best life possible for him at the end of his, his like, couple of last years there, you know? A very uh, noteworthy life, it sounds like, with all <laughs> yeah. the things that he went through. Yeah, and I just think it's crazy that, you know, me, I'm sharing this here, but, like, somebody else you're working with, you know, today, like, you don't know what people are going through in their life. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know that if I wasn't sharing it, right? Yeah. So, I think, if anything, obviously hug your pets a little harder today, but just... Be kind, because you have no idea what people are going through. I love you, girl. You got this. You got this. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to put some pictures up um, of them on our B105 Facebook page. Uh, so make sure you go over there and love that. I'm going to miss him, for sure. Rest in peace, Jack. Rest in peace, my little tater tot. Uh, B105 of the Big Dave Show just moments ago actually was uh, sharing with us what happened yesterday. They had to put down their beloved dog, Jack. Yeah, he was older. Uh, he had liver cancer, but oh my goodness, I did not know it was going to hit me like this. Oh, you're still crying yes. right now. Yes. And uh, Sharon, <laughs> you wanted to add something here. Yeah, now Sharon's crying. <laughs> um, this weekend, I was with a friend and um, we lost his six-month-old puppy. Oh, Um and just when Ashley said that you just never know um, what somebody else is going through, and it just it just hit me. And um, so I just wanted to call and, and just say I'm sorry for your loss. And you did a big thing sharing. So pets become family. and um, They really do. Like yeah. He was my buddy. And uh, I appreciate the call, and, and I'm sorry for your loss as well. Larry reached out through the B105 app and says, I lost my 16-year-old Husky Shadow last week, and it still hurts. Mm-hmm. But chin up, because I know he's running free, watching over us. That's right. Yeah, Absolutely. that's what I keep thinking, yeah. positive things about Jack. He was kind of struggling towards yeah. the end there, so now he's he's uh, doing a lot better. Yeah, so now Nova's running over there across the Rainbow Bridge, too. So Thank you for sharing, Sharon. Thank you. Have a good day, guys. You too. And uh, Jamie has reached out through the B105 app, and, uh, well, she's a little ticked off at you, Ashley. She says, dang it, Ashley. I actually put on makeup for work today because we have to take a picture for our website. And now I'm going to have to have it redone when I get there. You just opted out of the makeup today, which was probably smart. (laughs) If I had it on, it's gone now. (laughs) Yeah, you did. More of the Big Dave podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. Uh, Ashley, you came across a study yesterday (laughs) that I found rather interesting, and it's very appropriate on this, well, let's just say coldest morning we've had in quite some time here in the tri-state. Yeah, you know, I was just scrolling like normal and came across a fact that said men find women more attractive during the fall and winter months. And I'm like, really? Now, is this because of their wardrobe or what? I was concerned, but I thought, you know, maybe we should turn to a clothing expert versus anything else. We've got April from Ape Made It on the line. Good morning, April. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're great. Now, Ape, you got this great shop over in Bellevue, Kentucky there. Ape Made It. So you're an expert on fashion. There's no (laughs) doubt about it. So why would men find women more attractive in the fall and winter months when they're showing less right, of their body than in the spring and especially summer when they're going to show more. I guess because there's less for them to see. So they're, you guys are curious by nature. But I'm also, my theory is it's food. 
The way <laughs> to the men's heart is through their stomach. So I just made this comment to my husband. I cook better in the winter. We have stews, we have pot roast, we have chili, all the stuff he really, really loves. So I'm going in a whole other direction. I think it's because he appreciates me more for all the good food that I'm making. Now, hang on. No, That's no, no, awesome. no. I'm, I'm, I get what you're saying there, Abe and Ashley over here. But I'm also going to add that you could not get you near a pot roast in the summer if we tried. Because oh, no. you're because you're worried about your body. Ah. Your body then, and in the winter months, you know it's going to be covered up more. Am I on to something there? I mean, I'm not worried about my body, but I'm not making a pot roast in the middle of July. It's just not happening. Dude, it's always possible. <laughs> Those times. See, I get it. Your you're, husband would... you're correct. Yeah. <laughs> Too funny. You, you are correct with that. I mean, I already have my winter body ready. Same, same. <laughs> I don't know if I fully embraced a summer body, but it was it was whatever. We had exactly. a great time. Okay, so we found this study that men find women more attractive in the fall and winter than the spring and summer. April Fleming from Eight Maiden in Bellevue here. <laughs> We're trying to figure out why. So it doesn't have anything to do with the fashion, you think? Well, like what they're a wearing? Little bit, you yeah. know, because it leaves you, you know, wondering what's under that big sweater. Yes, the more that you're covered up, I don't know, I guess because guys, when they see you in your bathing suit, which I guess for people who are built fabulous, that's a wonderful thing as well. But I, I don't know. I guess by nature, you're just curious in general. Fall fashion is cool. I have lots of cool pieces for you, but I'm going with food. I think it's the love that's poured in food. The food and like the cuddling, like, you know, falls kind of maybe where pe yes. more people are learning to or leaning towards getting into a relationship, uh -huh. which the summer, you know, they're just out having fun if you're single, and now it's kind of like the cuffing season. Oh, yeah, the cuffing. You know? I remember when we discussed this. <laughs> so this is when you hook up with somebody because you don't want to be alone the winter months, and then you got more options in the summer. Is yeah. That, that's what it so is. So you yes. link up yes. with someone who can make a mean pot roast and wear the hell out of some boots. And <laughs> <laughs> okay. the holidays, because the holidays are coming, and people like, you know, they all want to be in love in the holidays. Everybody wants mm -hmm. to. I, I want to know yeah. real quick before you go, what what are the big fall fashions we're going to be seeing a lot of and being, as a man, just mesmerized <laughs> by on these women this year? Plaid's back, tweed, twill. Um, we have a lot of longer coats, the fall jackets. Boots are still in, of course. Okay. Um, and flare, flare jeans are still in. Lots of good styles going on over at 8 Made It. All right. That's right. And you know what's going to make it for you, Big Dave? What's that? If they got a Kroger Plus card in their pocket. Absolutely, baby. <laughs> and I'm going to give you, here's another, here's, let's, time for another edition of Dave Gives Away a Million Dollar Idea and Ape Today You Get It. Are you ready? Go ahead. You need to uh, somehow perfect hot rose scented perfume and then <laughs> maybe all you got to do is put a little dab of gravy behind Ew. each ear and on your wrist and rub it together and the men are going to flock ape made it from bellevue thank you so much for joining us this morning hey thank you guys have a wonderful day thank you more of the big dave podcast b105 the big dave show a few minutes ago we were talking about this study that ashley found that says that men are more attracted to women in the fall months than they are in the summer. Okay, so we reached out to April, who has a boutique in Bellevue, Ape Made It, 
because we're like, we need to, if we need in on this, yes, we well, fall she, fashion. She's on top of the fashion, and we wanted to know, <laughs> is that what it's all about, the clothes? And she kind of took it down a different route, saying, yeah, the clothes are one thing, but the food is another. Women are making stews and pot roasts. And all this stuff. So we didn't know what the heck. <laughs> we're just wondering if, if there are any guys out there. Uh, Steve from Reading, I want to know, uh, do you find women more attractive in the fall than you do the other seasons of the year? Well, I have to admit, uh, I never really felt like I did, but I have a theory on why we might feel that way. In the summertime, when they're not wearing many, very many clothes, most women are a little self-conscious about their body, even the drop-dead gorgeous ones. But in the fall, you know, when a woman puts on that, that nice outfit that makes them feel comfortable, makes them feel confident, makes them feel good, they shine more. They're more confident. Is it the confidence in the woman that makes the man think they're more attractive? It's a good question. Man, dude, you are, what What in the world do you do for a living? I'm a utility locator. Well, see, now, you, you should be, that's fine, but you hit the nail on the head there, I think. Don't you, Ashley? Uh, I don't know, because I have confidence all the, a lot of the time. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm self-conscious sometimes, but not, I mean, in the summer, I love wearing my little shorts and a little shirt. You know what I mean? Okay. But I but think I know a, not everyone does. Yeah, I think he's on to something yeah. there. Steve, that's a don't quit your day job, but uh start <laughs> insightful. Start reading up on it, okay? All right, will do. Uh Mike from Cincinnati, what about you? Do you find women more attractive in the fall? In the fall when they got more clothes on and covering up their body and stuff, you might notice their face and their personality more because instead of just looking at their body and like, damn, look at that. So right. you'll take more time to actually notice their face and maybe talk to them and their personality. And be like, oh, wow, okay, she does have a nice smile, and damn, she's funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, or her eyes. I'm more of an eye guy. Look at you, man. Uh, listen, CT <laughs> wrote in through the B105 app. He says, oh, that one-piece long sweater that's also like a skirt or a dress. Oh I don't God. know the name of them, <laughs> but the name don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. So I think they're on to something with that study there, Ashley. I loved, I loved hearing from them. Yeah. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B105. You know what? You're right. Hey, it's Ashley. Hopping into the Who Was Right Last Night courtroom this morning, we welcome Eric. Good morning, Eric. Morning, Big Dave. How's it going today? All right, buddy. So, uh... This is something that happened over the weekend with you and your wife, Nicole, that she found appalling that you're like, eh, whatever, and you've got a reason for it. So please tell us what happened. Yeah, man. So I went out with the wife this past weekend, and our entrees finally come. And honestly, we're having a good time, great conversation. And it's a restaurant we've been to before, you know? And so we're hanging out thinking, oh, I'll just grab a steak. I, I order one. She gets, you know, she gets a smaller steak. I think I had like a ribeye. She had a sirloin. And when the food comes out, I find like a, a little piece of hair, you know, like a black hair just in my mashed potatoes, you know? And like, sometimes that would bother me, but the kind of guy I am, I'm hungry. We've been waiting a long time. And I wasn't sure at the time if the hair was like my hair or the hair came from the kitchen staff. 
You know? <laughs> it's in the mashed potatoes. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. Just like next to like that green stuff people put in the mashed potatoes sometimes. Chives. And so like, Yeah, chives, exactly. <laughs> and so I see it mixed in there with the chives, the butter, whatever. But I am starving, man. It's been a long day. And I'm a fan of the five-second rule. Like, I never thought it was a big deal. So, I just, you know, I moved it off the plate, thinking, hey, well, this chance it could be mine. You know, Eric, you sometimes have hair that loses, you know, falls to the food. Yeah. Nicole was appalled. Like, just grossed out. She I'm almost sure. got nauseous. <laughs> I, I don't you, like, So you say you're sure, but I didn't understand. Like, I was going to go eat. And then we start, like, a little argument, like, you know, marriage arguments. Oh, should I return the food? Should I wait for it to get made? She's already started eating her food. And so I see how good her food is. It's all clean, no hair. And she expected me to wait while she ate her food for a whole new plate of food over one, I'm saying a single hair in the mashed potatoes. I mean, but the mashed potatoes, I would think, are like pre-made. I feel like they could bring you just a new cup quickly. Well, that didn't even come up in the argument, you know? So maybe you're right. But honestly, we did wait like 25, 30. Like, there was a lot of people in the restaurant at dinner time. Sure. I didn't know how long it was going to be. So it took a long time to get your entrees the first time. And you're like, I- I'm just, whatever. If it's mine, if it's theirs. Well, and they say, like, you got to be careful, you know, sending food back because you never know really what happens in the kitchen. You yeah, but, but that, that yeah. doesn't, that's what it doesn't, t- you said, oh, this doesn't taste good. Yeah, but Send it back. Like- this is a hair. Ew, that's so gross. I don't want to get too uh-huh. specific here, Eric, but I mean, I don't know if it even matters. How long was the hair? Ew. Oh, so like I, it was like my length of hair, you know? And so it was like one, you know, maybe a half an inch of hair, you know, black. Could have been an eyelash. At least it wasn't like yeah. wrapped around the fork. Ew. Yeah. And we were drinking for all I know. Like, you know, I had one or two drinks and I didn't want to start like blaming the staff for something that. Sometimes you have a couple of drinks and I don't know, your hair falls out, you know? <laughs> sure. So you're just like, I'm not waiting. Here we go. I'm all in. All right. Do you have a closing argument before we go to the jury here today, Eric? Well, I just feel like food is food. And so we just throw away food every time anything, the least bit gross happened to it. We would never eat. Mm. Okay. All right. Uh, Statman's off today again. So it's a jury of two. Ashley, where do you fall on this? I'm going to say Team Nicole. It's just mashed potatoes. I feel like they could have got them right back out to uh, send send it all back completely, I would think. Okay. So you're on Team Nicole. Yeah. Gosh, you've made a compelling argument to me, Eric, on this. And I'm sitting here thinking, man, would I really want to wait another 25 minutes? So Because I don't think they're just going to take the mashed potatoes. They're going to take the whole plate. Oh. Because if you if they I found a hair in this, they're not going to go. Well, let me just scoop those. They're going to take potatoes. the steak too. Yeah. Hmm. I would be like, I'm going to keep the steak. I mean, well, you've already gone team Nicole. You, you can't <laughs> change your vote, jury. But I'm like you, man. I'm like, you know what? And then I started thinking while you were talking about like how many times do I go somewhere and somebody hands me something to eat mm-hmm. and they don't have gloves on. And you just eat it. And you just eat it and you don't even Mm. think about it. Or garnishes in your drinks. mm -hmm. And so why does hair get the bad raps? I don't know. I'm with Team Eric here. I'm Team Eric, man. (laughs) I want my food. I've been waiting on it long enough.
Thank you. You, know, you don't want to inconvenience the staff. It's a busy day for them back there in the kitchen. Well, I don't want to make it harder for them on their shift. Wow. Okay. All right. So we split kind of. I think, I mean, if we'd have kept Are you we on splitting the, hairs? <laughs> <laughs> if we'd have kept you on the line a little longer, I think Ashley might have come on over to the Eric side. I don't know. <laughs> it was convincing. All right. But let's see. Uh, we're getting a lot of calls already. 749-B105 and coming in through the B105 app. Let's see what our uh, third jury member today, the B105 listeners, have to say okay all right big day all right buddy best of luck by the way how was your steak it was delicious i didn't have any complaints <laughs> <laughs> all right get them coming 749 b105 and also through the app more of the big dave podcast b105 the big dave show who was right last night we heard from eric who was out to eat last weekend with his wife nicole uh, they were having a nice dinner. They ordered it. When his came, he had a steak and mashed potatoes. He saw a hair in the mashed potatoes. It's a small hair. He just took it out and was like, I'm going to go ahead and keep eating this because it's going to be 25 minutes before I get another plate if they take it back. Nicole was horrified. It's just like, oh, are you kidding me? Okay, so actually, you <laughs> sided with Nicole. I said, I sided with Eric. I'm like, I got my food in front of me. Eh, there's just a little hair there. Let's see. Uh, Georgia from Mason is team Nicole. Why is that? Well, I don't want to eat food that's had hair in it. But if you watch all the cooking shows and you see how many times they put their fingers in your steak and everything else when they're cooking it before they bring it to you, it's really kind of disgusting all the way around. But I still couldn't handle a hair in my food. Well, that's just like you said. Actually, you brought up a, a garnish and a drink. You watch somebody make you say a Bloody Mary, you're going to see them just reach down without a glove on and grab a piece of celery, celery and stick it in olives. there. And we don't, we don't think anything about I'm it. about an eye. I'm going to down the drink. Yeah. <laughs> when you're in these restaurants, they take their finger and push on it to tell whether how done it is. Oh, I mean, my that's goodness. That's disgusting. I know. You watch the cooking shows. Stop. Make you listen, Georgia, stop. You're going to make me not want steak ever again in my life. Quit, okay? I know. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Peyton and Wilder is Team Eric. So I would have to say I feel like steaks are the easiest thing to get messed up. So as long as your steak's good, just ask for a new order of mashed potatoes. Leave the steak, take the taters is what you're telling us. Oh, yeah, definitely. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Just in the, just, I'd scoop them off on a different plate. Heather says through the B105 app, nope, 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 all caps. I would have <laughs> sent it back and starved. <laughs> and Tim says, well, potatoes have what they call eyes. Maybe it's an eyelash from the potato. And Lisa is just grossing me out here. My uncle always asks, if it's curly, because then we have a problem. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he ain't talking about the fries at oh. Arby's, y'all. <laughs> More of the Big Dave podcast. B105 and Morgan Wallen. It's the Big Dave Show. Actually, you did get your, uh, well, verified fan and able to buy tickets for what show for Morgan Wallen next year? I was able to get in to the Nashville show on May 2nd, and I am so blessed to be sitting in the clouds. That's where you're going to be at, at <laughs> Nissan Stadium, I believe. That's cool. I've, the, I've never sat in a cloud before, but I will be there. So you're way up in the nosebleeds <laughs> there, but you got them. Yeah, I got them. It's like $143 a ticket. How many did you get? Uh, six tickets. Okay, wow. Now I got to find five friends. <laughs> Do you have that many? No. <laughs> no. All right. Well, congratulations. So Thank that you. you set you back a pretty penny. But there, I've got a way uh, you and a lot of people could maybe recoup your losses on anything. And why am I playing the X-Files theme here? Because this is extraterrestrial, y'all. If you got a ring doorbell... Uh, 
starting October 12th. So that will be uh, this Thursday through November 3rd. Ring Doorbell is offering $1 million to anybody that can give you proof of extraterrestrial life off your Ring Doorbell. Really? Yeah. A million bucks. A million dollars. If if you can show proof uh, of aliens on your (laughs) ring doorbell. Isn't this weird? What about zombies? I think there's some footage of me stumbling in at like 2 a.m. on Saturday night. Well, no. That's just... And I thought it was... You bring up an interesting point. I thought it was strange that they're doing this in the month of October and it wasn't ghosts. You know? Ah. Because I always figure, like, you're well, going to see a ghost on a ring doorbell camera. There could be, like, a lot of, I don't know, different stipulations. Like, oh, did you see that flicker of the light? And it's sure. actually just, like, your broken lamp. Oh, absolutely. Like, oh, that's a ghost. Give me a million dollars. Yeah. Well, they're so an asking alien. for proof. Now, however, they do have a side contest going. Because let's be honest. I don't think anybody's going to win the million-dollar prize on that. Do you, honestly? Do you even think they have the million or this is just, like, a... Oh, I'm sure they do. But I mean, I mean, they have to have it. They probably have an insurance policy that'll take care of it should somebody win. However, they are offering $500 Amazon gift cards uh, for very creative costumes, props, and computer graphics that you create with a video on uh, your ring. They're hitting this obviously at the right time. People get so creative for Halloween. There you go. You could almost create like an alien and make it believable. Like Don't, when I was at yeah. that haunted house, I'm like, oh, that's real. That scary thing over there is real. So that that's going to be the that's fun, fun video. That'll be the fun videos to see. You ever ring doorbells, don't you? I should I try to enter? We I mean I think we know enough people to get you a costume, get you some makeup. It won't take that much. You're already funny looking. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, uh, you go to ring do- ringmilliondollarsighting.com October 12th through November the 3rd to submit your videos. We have time to do this. I don't know. We could dress up Darren. Uh, you think he's going to do anything? He's a 15-year-old boy. (laughs) Okay, maybe stat. (laughs) (laughs) We need to enter somebody. We've got a shot here. We'll do it. (laughs) More of the Big Dave Podcast. Hot and spicy here tomorrow. No, it's not the uh, sweet and spicy truth game that we do on Fridays. No, I'm just using the bed for it because, well, it's perfect for what I'm going to be doing today. And that's making my entry into our Hubbard Broadcasting Cincinnati Chili Cook-Off tomorrow. The Chili Cook-Off is back. It is back. And uh, here we go. So uh, tomorrow I will be bringing in another batch of Dave's Reaper's Wrath. Why? That I did a few years <laughs> Can we ago. just say why? <laughs> you know, the other day I talked about how I finally harvested and got down my garden the other day and ended up uh, not wearing gloves and I squished a Carolina Reaper, one of the hottest peppers on the planet in my hand, didn't think about it and then I scratched my face and I got like a rash on there. So now you want us to put this in our throats. <laughs> so today, I'm good. Yeah, well I've done this in the past and well it doesn't turn out good, but I do it for fun. Yeah, I think the fun that you get out of it is everyone's reaction and just like everyone dying. What yeah. is wrong with you? What kind of fun is that? I mean, I I literally finish dead last every year in the Listen, voting. Uh, yeah, there's no way you can win. I remember a couple years ago, I entered and I had like a spicy pineapple chili. Ooh, that was good. And everyone's like, that's disgusting. That doesn't go together. I came in like third place. See? Yeah. Something but different. The thing with yours is, I mean... You can't try yours first no. or everyone else's. It ruins your palate. Well, because it heats your mouth up so much. Well, so what I will do, it's just I have beans, ground beef, you know, it's tomato based. And then I dice up 
Uh, we'll be dicing up Carolina Reapers, also Trinidad Scorpion Peppers, which are about as hot as as the Reaper. It still makes my mouth water though. So what is wrong with because me? it's so good? It's the flavor. Like- the peppers flavor <laughs> makes it good. And then I also include uh, habaneros in there. And then what I do as it's cooking in the crock pot is I take one of each of those peppers and I slit them, set them in the crock pot, and let the juices from them just kind of bleed out into it while it's heating up. Oh, my gosh. Can you bring some sour cream, maybe? Uh, to... There'll be sour cream there, right? Okay, we're going to need sour cream, cheese. I think they debunked, like, milk doesn't actually help. No. Now, will you eat this yourself? Yeah. I know you feed it to everyone else, but oh, are yeah. you going to are you gonna eat, like, a cup of this? I will absolutely do that if that's what you need to see. Wow. You have no soul. <laughs> that's what that tells me. <laughs> I'll, make a, I'll make a little video this afternoon of uh, preparation Can't for it. Can't wait to you see it. See. The Big Dave Podcast. Hey, it's Ashley, and we're trying this in a small town. I have found myself at Terry's. And uh, I can't tell you exactly where we are. I'm going to say God's country is what I'm going to go with. I'm here with TJ. He is the son of Terry. He's running things out here. Terry, where are we? Uh, Lynchburg, Ohio. Look, y'all, I saw on Facebook a couple years ago that you guys do crazy shakes. It's so cute in here. Can you tell us a little bit about Terry's and what you guys are known for? Uh, We are known for our pizza and crazy shakes. We've been here since 1978, um, family owned and operated, uh, mom, dad, four sisters, me, and we employ 72 others. Do you guys get along? I know family businesses can be a little... (laughs) Family feud, but it's fun feuds. Okay, fun feuds. I like to spin on that. TJ... What in the world is a crazy shake? It's a crazy artistic design on milkshakes. Can you give me an example of one? What's your favorite? Uh, Mine would have to be the peanut butter one. It has a uh, monster truck on top of a bunch of (laughs) peanut butter and chocolate. You heard that right. A monster truck on top of it. Now, I know we're getting a little bit in the colder season here, but you guys are serving up shakes all season long. You got a nice indoor area. Check out Terry's in Lynchburg. I know where we are now. What shake should I get today? Uh, I'm more of like a mint chocolate. What's pumpkin pie? <laughs> like a whole pie? Yeah, like half a pie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you so much. You got to try Terry's in Lynchburg, y'all. I want one of those for Thanksgiving. A pumpkin pie shake. Not a bad idea, but you might have to bring one to your kids as well. Oh, but Holy it sounds cow. like we could share. <laughs> you can't drive with it. I'll tell you that uh, right, all right now. <laughs> so you're out there at uh, Terry's Crazy Shakes there, Ashley. What crazy shake did you have? I had a brownie one, and I kept it kind of low-key, okay, uh, because I was driving, but... I've shared these pictures over on our B105 Facebook page. One of them, the cotton candy one, there is probably like a mountain high of cotton candy, rock candy sticking out of the side with it, marshmallows along with the shake. (laughs) You got to get up there. We'll go check it out on our Facebook page. Have a crazy shake for me, please. It's 754. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show. We got Jamie from Independence with us here right now. And uh, she wants to win these tickets to the T-Swift Eras Tour movie this Sunday. Jamie, you know you got to do something pretty creative here, right? Yeah, I honestly didn't think I'd get through. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, so we're, we're, we're trying to help Taylor write the breakup song that's going to happen when uh, she and Travis Kelsey are done. Okay. So yesterday, this is what Carissa brought us. If you want to play off of it, are you ready to hear her? 
I'm ready. Here it is. I have been the biggest catch of your career and and how you're worthless and I put you out on your rear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jamie, okay. what, what can you add to that? Um, you just wanted to score a touchdown and now you're on your own. All right, sing it. Just sing it for Ashley. Okay. You just wanted to score a touchdown, and now you're on your own. Hell, dude, that's, <laughs> that's the best I could do. That's fabulous. Way to go, Jamie. Oh, my gosh. You've got them. you got a pair of tickets to see the Taylor Swift movie, The Heiress Tour, this Sunday in Florence at the Cinemark at 1. Awesome. Yeah, now I just have to pick which one of my daughters can go with me, or they're going to end up getting both of the tickets. Oh, boy. Ooh, looks like mom's going to be waiting in the car. <laughs> we'll have another round of it coming up tomorrow. Eight. More of the Big Dave Podcast. There are good vibes today are coming out of the Chicago Marathon, which was this past Sunday. And uh, one of the people participating in that was Sarah Bohan. And uh, she was there to run her first full marathon. Now, Sarah was running the marathon for the nonprofit Team Paws in Chicago. And that's P-A-W-S, Paws there. And it's an athletic community that raises money for homeless pets and no-kill shelters. Which is a wonderful thing to be doing. Now, here's Sarah running the marathon, over 20 miles into it now, just five miles from the finish line, when she spotted a little kitten hiding on the side of the road. You could tell it was just scared to death of what was going on. I'm sure. Homeless kitten right there. So she scooped it up, got the frightened little kitty in her arms, stopped running and right there during the final leg of the Chicago Marathon she found someone to agree to adopt the little kitty. Are you serious? Right there and she's running keep this in mind for Team Paws an athletic organization that supports homeless pets and no kill shelters. That is just crazy like the irony in it. It, It's it's crazy. How (laughs) does that happen? It's unexplainable. So she thanked the people that agreed to adopt the little kitty, left the little kitty there with the spectators, and off Sarah went and finished her first marathon in an impressive time of three hours and 31 minutes. So she she got the medal, and she actually went the extra distance in the marathon (laughs) for Team Paws and got an animal adopted while running the Chicago Marathon. Holy cow. Amazing. Sarah Bohan, thank you for the good vibes this morning and congrats on your marathon. B. B105. More of the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show. Dad joke of the day on B105. Oh my goodness, it's been a hot minute since we've heard from this guy, our favorite nurse from Children's Hospital. Mickey from Burlington is here. Good morning, Mickey. Good morning, guys. I got to tell you, I've heard from so many people, they say, I just love when Mickey gets through for the dad joke of the day, because I know all those kids at Children's are smiling from hearing it first. Uh, You know what? Sometimes I hear it from them. Oh, I love it. Well, let's have your joke. Well, what's a baby ghost's favorite game to play? I don't know. What's, what's a, a baby, baby ghost's favorite, favorite game, game to play? Peekaboo. <laughs> awesome. I thought you were going to say hide and go sheet. Oh, that's a good one, too. 
Oh, that's a good one, too. Well, here, let me give myself one there. (laughs) Hey, Mickey, thank you. All you and all the people at Children's Hospital do for our kids here, man. Hey, best in the nation, buddy. No doubt about it. Have a great day, guys. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave Podcast, B105.com.